away we go for ACC football and beyond for this Tuesday, June 9th, as we've got big recruiting news at Louisville. Absolutely good get for the cards of Scott Satterfield. We're going to get into that. We're going to take a look back at the week that was for Mike Norvell at Florida State and how they were able to handle that. Some transfer news, uh, uh, Virginia, going to Virginia Tech news. We've got some other transfer news. The Canes getting a uh, a guy um, uh, from from Houston. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk a little bit about him and uh, Florida State, again, uh, with a couple of transfers. We're going to get into those players, what they mean. News from Georgia Tech and Boston College, Virginia Tech, Florida State. Little Notre Dame news. Miami, can't forget the Canes. We're going to open up our notebook, talk about a key guy that could be a real factor for Duke this year and a little Virginia Tech and a little more Notre Dame looking. Man, a kid that you need to be on the lookout for outside the ACC but in the state of North Carolina and the old MEAC. So we've got a lot to get to today. So let's get right to it. This podcast brought to you by 401k Generation. Experts in financial planning, they are. Experts in money management. Uh, experts in 401ks. That's the name 401k Generation. I know this. Eddie Rojas and his teams are the experts in helping you reach your financial goals. Uh, formulating a game plan and seeing what's the best way to figure it out for you. Uh, Regardless of the market, they can help you achieve the most. So give them a no-obligation phone call or text at 1-866-998-5879. That's 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states, so they can help you in either case. If you're not getting this podcast to your phone, we suggest that you do so. Sign up for Landry Football's conference call, and that will get it done. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go to get all the detailed inside information from inside the film room on the college game, the pro game. We got it all covered for you. So make make sure that you check that out today. Uh, Also, it's where you can send us a question at contact Chris at LandryFootball.com. But take advantage of the scouting season offer uh, because we've got a lot of information, a peek behind the curtain. We are getting the back office website management issues worked out, so we're going to be back up to speed this week breaking down uh, the uh, college rosters, the NFL rosters, you name it. we got it all for you over at LandryFootball.com. So get for less than $5 a month, get access to to your own NFL-style scouting department. So we appreciate you joining us there. So as I said at the top of the show, big news and good news here yesterday as Louisville received a verbal commitment from four-star running back Travion Cooley. Um, This is a little bit of an upset. He was likely going to go to Duke or South Carolina, but it's the cards that get him. Um, He is a 5'11". He's 205 pounds. He's one of the top 20 running backs in this class, one of the top 20 players in the state of North Carolina. Really good get for Scott Scatterfield, Satterfield and his staff. Obviously, background in that state, recruiting from Appalachian State, uh, really helped uh, with the coaches there. Really good-looking player, so really excited for, for Scott and his staff. We're going to get to much more recruiting information and transfer information, but wanted to lead off with that. 
Well, as you know, um, midway last week, uh, we had a very unique situation that broke out in Tallahassee. Um, that ultimately ended in Mike Norvell, the head coach at Florida State, releasing a statement apologizing for what can be classified, I guess, as he classified as disingenuous comments made to a sports writer. He had said that he had spoken with his team on a player-to-player basis, um, and it was immediately just disputed by his star player, Marvin Wilson, and it was related to speaking to each player on a case-by-case basis regarding the racial uh, unrest in the country. I'm not quite sure why Mike would have done it or said it that way. I assumed that he had somehow made contact with players via either virtual virtual contact or something. Well, it, it turned out he just misspoke it, uh, awkwardly said it, just kind of, I, I don't know. Uh, he apologized for it. He said it was, uh, he credited Marvin Wilson for clarifying it. Look, I mean, it shows you at least today in this environment, in this uh, environment of racial sensitivity, that um, anything that is perceived to not take this with the ultimate a high level of uh, of seriousness is going to be called out. And players have certainly feel like, and rightly so, that they're going to get a lot of leeway and they're going to get the backing of, um, of, of the public by coming out. So it was uncomfortable, quite frankly. Um, my thoughts on it are very awkward. Very awkward. Um, don't know what went into Mike's thinking on that. I don't know if just off the cuff, thought just say something to sound like, yeah, I got that taken care of when you when you really didn't. I'm just not quite sure what went into that. Um, look, you deal with it in the locker room. He addressed it. He basically said that I goofed, I made the mistake, and that's – Listen, that's fine. What I would say is that, you know, it does show that there's maybe um, certainly a sentiment of of awkwardness in the locker room of do, do you trust your coach? Is this something that you're going to, if something comes up, maybe not along this lines, but is everybody buying in? I'm not suggesting that for a second that Marvin Wilson just should have sat on this, but you wonder why a player didn't choose to contact his coach and say, Coach, I read this, I heard about this, I was contacted about this, but we were not contacted. What is this? And maybe handle it that way. He he certainly didn't. It was he was not above calling out his coach. Um, and again, that is not to criticize him, but I find that interesting that he decided to handle it that way. I I don't know. I don't know how many would have done that, but he did it. So it's we move on from it. We know the situation continues to be 
a huge matter of discussion around the country, and again, rightly so. But what does this really mean? I don't know that it means anything for the buy-in to the program, but, but you wonder if that's, the, if anything else, not a good first PR move for Mike Norvell, but by the same token, not something that um, is going to necessarily be a problem. A pattern of mistakes will bring this back up, as it always does. You know, future success will diminish this whole scenario down the line. So we shall see. Some transfer news around the ACC this week. Former Virginia sophomore long safety, uh, long snapper, uh, Enzo Anthony. He's transferred to Virginia, a little state-on-state crime there. It's always fun to see. Uh, but he has three years eligibility remaining. Um, he is a uh, really good deep snapper. Um not not a an elite player by any stretch. Not great cover guy, but he's had pretty good zip, pretty good accuracy on his deep snaps. Uh, other transfer news: former Houston redshirt uh, senior tackle Jared Williams transferred to Miami as a graduate. He's six seven. He's three oh five. He entered the transfer portal in late April. In addition, he was also considering Florida State, Baylor, Ole Miss, and USC. So. Good get for Manny Diaz and company getting him in. The redshirt seniors worked as a full 13-game starter at right tackle for the Cougs in 18 and started the first four games of the 19 campaign before um, he had a season in the injury. So he, the NCAA awarded him a six-year of eligibility with Miami. He's going to be eligible to play immediately at the start of the 2020 season. Former Syracuse redshirt sophomore linebacker Ron Wallace has transferred to Kent State, 6'2", 230, mostly played on special teams over his three years with the Orange. Um, now the head coach at Sean, uh, at the, at the, at Kent State, Sean Lewis, was the offensive coordinator for the Orange when Wallace was being recruited. And defense coordinator Tom Kaufman, Kaufman was also on the Syracuse staff. So, it's big. That's the reason why he's moving on there, and he can help that rotation at Kent State's linebacker position. Former Rice sophomore kicker Zach Hoban is transferred to Virginia Tech. He missed the first three games of his freshman season while dealing with an injury, and while he didn't attempt to kick, he did take over kicking duties. Picked up 14 touchbacks and 34 attempts, uh, averaging over 60 yards attempts. Got a good leg. He can. He has to sit out over the 2020 season unless he receives a waiver, but he should compete for the starting gig for the Hokies in 2021. And at North Carolina State, redshirt senior safety Isaiah Stallings has entered the NCAA transfer portal. Stallings is 6'4", 220, seen the field in 28 games with one start during his time at NC State. Um, Redshirt senior hits the transfer portal as a graduate, meaning that he's going to be eligible um, immediately. also, former Mississippi State redshirt sophomore defensive line Fabian Lovett is one of the two players that have transferred to Florida State. A little bit muddled along the way. He looked at 6'4", 315-pounder. Uh, he tweeted out a commitment to Florida State. Then it was reported that he was going to Ole Miss, and he ends up at Florida State. Good get for them. He's be required to sit out the 2020 season, but this guy's a big guy that can move 
and a good get from Mike Norvell and staff. They also get former Mississippi State sophomore defensive back Jerry and Jones. Uh, 6'1", 180, he entered the portal back in mid-May. He subsequently announced a commitment to go to Ole Miss, but he ultimately didn't sign with the program um, onward to Florida State. Um, Former four-star recruit, played in 11 games as a true freshman with Mississippi State. Very productive tackler. Can um, He does a good job playing the ball in the air. Um, and he's also going to have to sit out. The Brandon Mississippi uh, native going to have to uh, sit out uh, on barring an eligibility waiver. And Georgia Tech redshirt junior defensive end Kelton Dawson has entered the portal. He's 6'3", he's 258 initially signed with the Yellow Jackets as a three-star recruit in 17. He started seven of 11 contests in 19, 26 tackles, three and a half for loss, forced fumble, uh, productive player, um, like his athletic ability, like his range, uh, like his chances of helping this um, uh, somebody out there. Um, recruiting news, three-star cornerback Keeney Walker is decommitted from Boston College. He had committed to the Eagles back in April, but it was a short commitment, uh, as we can see. 6'2", 195-pound corner. Looking at Georgia Tech, Pitt, Louisville, Maryland, but uh, still considering Boston College. So he's obviously had some more offers as more film has been absorbed um, during this uh, period of evaluation uh, in-house for college coaches. Three-star wide receiver Latrell Neville is backed off his verbal commitment to Virginia Tech. He committed to the Hokies in April, backed off a pledge a few starts months later. Um, he's got offers from Alabama, Oklahoma, and Georgia, but he's six, the 6'3", 195-pounder, is a favorite to go to Nebraska, um, and we'll see if he does. Uh, Latrell Neville, a Virginia Tech commitment, backing off, maybe headed towards Nebraska. And Florida State getting a verbal from four-star cornerback Marion Cooper made the announcement uh, on Sunday morning. Um, he picks Florida State over Michigan, Penn State, South Carolina, Texas. Uh, he is a top 20 cornerback in the class, a top 50 player in the state of Florida. Good ball skills, instincts, can help at safety. Um, good get for Mike Norvell in his class. And Notre Dame getting a verbal from three-star cornerback Ryan Barnes. Picked uh, Notre Dame over Clemson, Florida, LSU, Michigan, um, 6'2", 180, um, from Quince Richard High School in Maryland, a top uh, 35, um, 40 corner in the class of 2021, top 15 among players in the state in Maryland. And that 11 commitments now for the Irish for this 2021 class. Uh, Miami gets a verbal from four-star wide receiver Jacoby George. was rumored for months. Now it's official. He picks the Hurricanes over Georgia Tech, West Virginia, Syracuse, Pitt. He's the top uh, 40 wide out in this class, no question about it. Plantation High School, Fort Lauderdale. Um, it's the 15th commitment for this Miami in this class. So uh, good get for them. And three-star wide receiver Des Williams is deciding between Maryland and Wake Forest. Um, used to be an old ACC battle, now Big Ten ACC battle from uh, Leonardtown, um, the Maryland native. Um, always looked like, you know, uh, headed towards um, the, the, the Maryland school, University of Maryland. 
Uh, but we'll see where it ends up. Uh, I think uh, Wake Forest has got a shot, but I do think it's a Maryland favorite here for the 6'2", 200-pounder. Um, good get. That would be a good get for them. Uh, he's a top 50 prospect in the state of Maryland, rich state of Maryland for this 2021 class. And then George Wilson, um, uncommitted three-star defensive end, is working with a top four uh, class of uh, Arizona State, Penn State, South Carolina, and North Carolina. 65215. We talked about him on the the SEC show yesterday. Um, uh, he's from Virginia Beach, Virginia, and we'll see if the Tar Heels can uh, can build off of what's been a very very impressive class thus far. And then finally, I want to talk a little bit. Uh, open up the notebook to talk a little bit about some key players that are coming back that could have impact. Duke senior tight end Noah Gray is uh, going to be an interesting player to watch this year. Caught 51 passes for them in 19. Uh, he was tops of any tight end in the ACC, second among Power 5 at his position. Had only 392 yards, three scores. So there's a lot of things that he can improve upon in terms of his playmaking ability. But he's 6'4", he's 240. He's the type of player they're going to find a way to get the ball to him in their offense. Um, Chase Bryce is another guy that's in the mix, too. Um We'll see where this plays out. But remember Noah Gray from Duke this year. I think that Khalil um, Herbert is the most likely player to be featured uh, in the Hokies' backfield this year. He's the former Kansas tailback that transferred to Virginia Tech back in December. Uh, where is Virginia Tech going? They used to be able to get big-time backs in recruiting. Um, we'll see what Raheem Blackshear does and where he goes. Uh, but they're they're getting some transfer guys. This guy can play. He's a pretty good player. But Virginia Tech's really got to turn the corner offensively this year. And then I wanted to talk a little bit about Notre Dame. Um, Trevor Spates, the redshirt senior running back, I think could contribute immediately for them. He, um, you know, he transferred near the end of May um, and mostly a you know part-time player for Stanford. But he's got a chance – um, to really help them. Now, Jafar Armstrong will be begin the career as a starter, and then Chris Tyree has got the speed that Notre Dame has lacked at the tailback position. So it could be a committee-by-approach situation, but I think Trevor Spates can help this team. Redshirt sophomore wide receiver Kevin Austin is a breakout-type player. Um, you know, I like his frame. He's not been very productive yet, but I think the fact that he's going to get an opportunity, he's not behind that many guys. Obviously, they lose Chase Claypool and Myers Boykin. Um, we'll see. We'll see where he goes. But I think this guy's got a chance. Bennett, Skrowanek, and Javagon McKinley could also factor in. But in terms of talent, Austin might be the best bet for the go-to option. And how about this to kind of end the, up the ACC show? Yeah, I'm going to take you outside the league. And I want uh, you to remember the name NCANT redshirt senior running back, Jamaine Martin. He's got really good burst. Looked at tape recently of him. Good lateral ability. Pure runner. Very talented. He's 5'10". He's 203 pounds. Um, you know, um, he's really good. He's had some off-the-field issues that we're going to have to look at as, in terms of his NFL uh, status. But... And it was a firearm-related charge back in the summer of 19, arrest, which led to an indefinite suspension. On the field, this guy can play. 
Um, you know, 1,500 yards, 23 touchdowns. Uh, he's broken a lot of Tarek Cohen's records, and he's a bigger type guy. So remember the name. You're going to remember him around draft time for certain. Uh, ja Main Martin. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Hey, uh, a reminder again, uh, check us out each and every weekday. Uh, we break down the world of college football, uh, SEC on Mondays, ACC on Tuesdays, Big Ten on Wednesdays, um, Big 12 football and beyond on Thursday, and Pac-12 football beyond on Fridays. You know the drill. We'll talk all the college football at the top and then certainly get into the week that was. We're looking and adding some new mixes to what we're doing. We're going to be starting a new AC, uh, new SEC show, uh, SEC Gumbo with Blake Rafino. Um, also, we're looking to uh, increase our profile and, and going to be doing some things differently. Hopefully, they're finding the right people. Big Ten show, ACC show, um, Big 12, Pac-12. We're, we're looking in a number of different directions to always try to improve things for you here. Not just have my same old sorry voice here all the time, but get some other um, fresh blood into the mix. So we're looking to do that. Certainly not going anywhere, but certainly want to uh, to bring some other folks into the mix so we're looking at trying to do that we're also working hard to upgrade landryfootball.com we're doing a lot of back office stuff so uh, be patient we appreciate your patience we're going to get back on track with all the breakdowns of the rosters and uh, recruiting and draft boards and such also want to remind you uh, so check out our scouting season offer today and make sure that you're taking advantage of the best offer we have ever had. And also give the great folks at 401k Generation a call. They are the experts in financial planning. They're licensed in all 50 states. You can reach them at 1-866-998-5879. No obligation, call or text. Tell them that we sent you, and they will take good care of you. Hey, talk to you over on the pro football side, and talk to you as well tomorrow for Big Ten Football and Beyond. Appreciate you joining us. Have a great day, everybody.